This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Stacey Risley. Hello, Atlanta, and welcome to episode 14 of the Good Neighbor Podcast, North Atlanta. Today, we have Good Neighbor Lori Genevish with My Ideal College. Hi, Lori. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good. I'm so glad to have you on the show. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, let's jump in and let's go ahead and have you tell our listeners about your business. Tell us about My Ideal College. Yeah, well, we're a full service career and educational consulting firm for families with high school and college students. And basically what we do is help uh, help the teens and college students create a plan and define what's the best path to get there. Well, that would be a very helpful service indeed. <laughs> tell us, tell our listeners how, uh, tell us about your journey. How did you, what led you to, to start My Ideal College? Well, there's a couple reasons. Um, one is I was that 24 year old living at home with a college degree, not knowing what I was going to do with the rest of my life. You know, I went to college for one degree, changed my major, thought I knew what I wanted as a career. I thought I wanted to be in fundraising did it for four years, realized I hate fundraising. <laughs> and because fundraisers don't make a lot of money, I was living at home and just coming home crying every day, you know, because I was just like, how did I get here and how do I pick? And probably the best advice anyone ever gave me was my dad. And he said, why don't you go see a career counselor? And I thought, why not? And in working with her, we identified a career and trained development would be good for me. And she was so right. Like I got in the field and spent many years in corporate uh, helping companies. And I love my job so much. I got promoted left and right. So I know what can happen when you get someone on that right path and how their life can flourish. And so uh, there's assessment I use in companies to help them with their talent. And it got a really robust career piece. It's called Harris Assessments. And I was able to see, be able to apply that career assessment to young adults to help them get on that right path like that that person did for me when I was 24 years old. Well, that is awesome. So now I'm just curious and asking, at what age do is, is it ideal for them to, you know, take a career assessment? Um, yeah, um, honestly, sophomore year, yeah. you know, because it's it not only you think, well, why so young? Well, it also allows them to plan their high school years. Right. Mm-hmm, and also make decisions around dual enrollment and all those types of things. So and as you know, the whole process is so overwhelming. So the earlier you can take it you know, the better. Yeah. And I think by, you know, the 10th grade, you have there, you already have your interests, you know, you have your strengths, you know, your strengths and weaknesses and, um, and you can at least kind of figure out what direction to that you want to go in, you know, as far as your career goes. And so, well, how about um, myths or misconceptions about your industry? You know, um, do you have any that you would want to clear up with our listeners? 
yeah, well, well, actually two things. Um, one, it's not, it, it's, not putting the pressure on the team of they got to figure out what they want to do with the rest of their life. Right. It's just, what is that first career that's going to light them up mm -hmm. and what's the path to get there? Uh, the other thing is too, is like, you know, I'll, let me just get them into college. Okay. You know, let's just get them into college and then they'll figure it out. And, you know, as a hope is not a strategy. And guess what? College may not be the right fit for them. I mean, the good news is, you know, now there's a lot of options for teens that we didn't have. And, you know, in some ways it's the bad news because there's so many options. It's so overwhelming. The process is nothing like when we went through it in our, our things. And there's so many parameters. Well, and I can certainly agree with that. I have a, a junior in college <laughs> right yeah. now, and there just there really is and um, a lot that goes into, you know, mapping out that that roadmap, for lack of a, a better word, you know, um, and there's a lot of unfamiliar territory to navigate through and to figure out. And, and um, I think our most of our listeners probably know that I was an educator for for 19 years. And even I, as an educator, I mean, it was, those were difficult <laughs> waters to navigate, you know, because wow. it, it, it was, it is so different than when I went to, to college in the nineties, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a night and day, um, night and day process. I mean, like it's, it was totally different. <laughs> yeah. And well, and a lot of times I'll get questions from parents and I'm like, well, it depends. It depends on where you're applying to it. It depends on this. It depends on that. So um, that's why it's so important to, you know, think through this process, because as we all know, student debt is just obnoxious. And it's also why I started the business, because it just doesn't have to happen with some simple planning and tools. You will really avoid it. Uh, you know, you won't go into student loan debt for a career that you will, it will take you 10 plus years to pay it off. That's wonderful news <laughs> for all listening. <laughs> and, you know, I, I want to backtrack just a, a, a minute and touch on, we talked about the, you know, sophomore year of high school is when you're, you're recommending that they take the career assessment or kind of get started down that path. And, and I just want to kind of want to stress the importance of that, you know, because like, you know, we, we kind of talked in our pre-interview um, just, just there are, so because it, it really does change the course of the rest of your high school. You know, right. I know that like in, in, in my daughter's situation, it, she was taking, you know, AP classes that she really did not need to be taking. And, right. and she, and I wish I had known that, you know, I was kind of of the opinion, oh, the more AP classes she takes, the more college credit that is, and yay you, and, but, but right. it was, you know, that was really, she, she, those were hard classes, and is it really necessary to start taking AP classes your freshman year, you know, or is it really necessary, you know, and do you need that many, you know, I, I just, I don't know, I think that on both sides of the fence, you know, you want to be sure that they're they're prepared and they're taking the right classes that they need, but also not completely burning themselves out before they even, you know, get to college with unnecessary 
classes, you know, like, um, or, or yeah, and that's what I, I see with, you know, parents and some of these kids are in schools where the schools put the pressure on. They're very high performing agreed. schools. And the parents are like, uh, my kid is stressed out. My kid, you know, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to take the pressure off them. But they're in this environment that is like AP, this, these colleges, this and that. And it's just it, it makes me sad, to be honest. Right. It, no, it really, really, it makes me sad too. And, and I don't think, you know, I, I, having come from public education, you know, I yes. guess the whole, I mean, teachers are under a lot of pressure too. And, um, but the, the pressure that they're putting on these kids and, and my girls both went to a high, very high performing, um, high school and, and, North Metro Atlanta, say where, but it was a great school, but they did encourage them, like, I mean, to over, (laughs) I mean, I just, I feel like, uh, especially my, my oldest, she just didn't even hardly get to enjoy high school because she was, she was a perfectionist too. So she, they told her that, yeah, it'd be good to take this class. She was going to take that class and, you know, three extras. (laughs) And so it's like some of these, the overachieving kids, you know, that are just like really want to do well, you know, they just, uh, I'm really sad for, for them who, who didn't, who took a bunch of things that they didn't need and didn't get to enjoy their high school years the way yeah. they, they could have. So well, you, that, help, you help parents with that as well. And, and the students with that as well, like navigating through the rest of high school. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's all about beginning with the end in mind, yeah. you know, and uh, that that's what you got to start off with, you know, is what is the end goal? You know, what, you know, what careers? And again, I realize it can seem overwhelming, but that's why, you know, I, I highly encourage in which we do offer, obviously, but, you know, take a good career assessment mm-hmm. um, to help you navigate, you know, take that million options to what are my top five options? Right. You know, it just really takes that overwhelm out. Um, and then not only that, you know, then what's the path to get there. The other thing I will say, I, I'm shocked as I built, as I built this business, I hear quite often is that, um, the kids like knew their path, like knew it was the right thing for them, knew the career. They go to school, they work, they bust their butt, they make good grades, they go to graduate, they go to get that job and re- find out, oh, you need your master's or doctorate for that degree. Uh, yeah, like, I can't even imagine how devastating that would be. <laughs> and they're like, no, no, I'm done and have to pivot, you know? So yeah. really looking at those, not only just taking face value, what the career assessment says, but mm-hmm. also what are the other things that need to play into that as yeah. well? I would imagine too, like if it came, you know, if if it gave you some, some ideal, you know, career paths that you could take, it would kind of uh, trigger ideas, other ideas, you know, um, that, that may be along that same path that may, may require, you know, have less requirements. Exactly. Um, So like that, I love everything about (laughs) your business. (laughs) And I really wish I had met you about five years (laughs) or six or seven. (laughs) Also, I tell parents are like, just give us the assessment. And I I don't do that. 
I'm like, yeah. no, you got to think through everything. And because you could just take the assessment and then still wind up with your team miserable. And you're like, wait, but the assessment said, you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have one more question for you that I'm just thinking that parents may have as, as they're listening. Right. Um, so once they've taken the assessment and you've kind of come up with their plan, so say that they are doing this, that they, that they take your advice and they do this their sophomore year right. and they've created, you've, you've helped them develop this plan. Um, mm-hmm. And are you, are you helping them th- along the way, checking in with them? Or is it kind of like a, here's your plan. And if something changes, then you, they reach back out to you. Is it, how, how does that work? Um, it depends, you know, well, a couple things. One, um, it depends where they are in the process, uh, you know, that I will check in on them, you know, because it's like, how confident are you can take this plan and see it through, right? You know, right. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm, that's what I'm thinking here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then we also do so, you know, some of the kids we, you, we, we, you know, do end up taking gap years or go to trade school and we help with that. But if college is the right fit, we do help out with the essay writing, the application process, and also finding that right school at the right price. You know, oh, that's there are wonderful. Tons of, yeah, there's tons of schools out there and there's very few jobs out there where it really depends where you went to, right? As right. long as you're getting a good education and and it's basically who's hiring out from that college. That's another really good point, Lori. Uh, I mean, how often, and, yeah. you know, like I, this is, this is not my first career, you know, like the, yeah. but they did not, uh, you know, I, I didn't have to, it didn't matter where I went to, to college for right. <laughs> well, a long right. time ago, but it did, that, that wasn't, um, you know, they didn't ask where it was just your, your level of education, you know, so mm-hmm. that is a really good point. And so maybe they're, hoping to go to a particular school and it's not in the budget, you know, that you're, you're able to guide them, you know, that it really truly doesn't matter exactly. <laughs> or it won't, it might matter to you right now, but it's not going to matter in the future. Exactly. So, exactly. Uh, I, I just, I really do. I love what you're doing. And I think that there are so many listeners that could benefit from your, your services, especially knowing that you're, aiding them through the college application process. And that is, it's not limited just to college. If they're wanting a gap year or a trade school or go down a different path that you also assist with that. So mm-hmm. um, just, I mean, tons of value that, that you're providing. Um, so I'm, I'm really glad to have you on. Well, yeah. let's, let's move, move gears a little bit and tell us, Lori, what are you doing when you're not working with ide- my ideal college? I know that you think work is fun and you're enjoying your job, but what can we find you doing when you're not working? For fun? Uh, I just love going out, hanging out with friends, going out to eat and such. And I actually, uh, I have a rising junior, so I love doing things with him because I realize time is fleeting. And so, uh, you know, even doing things, I'm, he plays football, so I'm in the booster club and all that. So oh, to me, health is fun. I was the PTA president. You know, I've always been involved in my kids uh, that way. That is wonderful and enjoy. Yeah, it, it does fly. Everyone tells you that we, we hear it. <laughs> we hear it from the time they're babies. But gosh, is it ever true? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, so let's going from fun to challenging. Um, is there has there been a an experience in your life that's been a challenge or a hardship that you can say for having been through that experience and coming out on the other side that you're better for it today? Is there something that you would like to share? Yeah. So actually in my early in my train development career, um, I was working for Kinko's when there was Kinko's and I actually got, they offered me a promotion. I lived in Raleigh, North Carolina. It's the only place I've ever lived other than, you know, a few years, three hours away in college. And I was going to move from North Carolina to California all by myself. Right. That is a literally all (laughs) the way across the country, (laughs) quite literally. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, so it was, it was, you know, I'd always had family around. So like, this was like, you are going to be by yourself. Right. And I decided to take the leap and I'm so glad I did because I learned, I can learn things, right? You know, um, I am resourceful. I am tenacious to figure things out. And uh, yeah, so it was an opportunity that I just decided it was too good, not only professionally, but personally as well. It taught me a lot. That's, I love that. Um, Tenacity doesn't always come, come easily for people, you know, that's, (laughs) and that, that, Moving across the country alone, <laughs> you're going to develop some tenacity through that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, what's one thing that you wish our listeners knew about you or about my ideal college, your business? Is there um, I would say, uh, you know, as parents, um, well, one thing is a lot of parents don't even realize this is around, right? You know, that there is a service that can help you. Um, you know, as we all know, and why a lot of parents hire me, they're like, they'll listen to an outside source, you know, versus their own parent. Um, and that also too is as parents, you know, be open to the possibilities, right? Don't, you know, as we talked about a little bit earlier, is like, don't be like, well, we just got to get them here, right? You know, let's just get them in this job or that type of thing. Like, be mindful of where your teen's headspace is at and what do they want? And, you know, are they ready, you know, for this next step? And just having those conversations with them and just being open to the possibilities versus, what you think the possibilities, you know, should be for them. You know, don't, don't live your life through them. Yeah. As, as parents, I think uh, we all fight the urge, you know, not, yeah. you know, to, to push what we want for our children, you know, onto them. If that's not what they want for themselves. I think that is a, a something a lot of that will resonate with a, with a lot of parents out there, you know, because so, that is sometimes hard to do, you know, to, to let go and let someone else kind of uh, steer <laughs> the ship. Yeah. So exactly. to speak. And, you know what, as long as they're moving, making progress, right. That's the important thing. Absolutely. You know, that they're not sitting at home with in front of their video screen, you know, and that's all they do, you know, that, right they have a plan and they're taking even small steps to go towards it. 
Well, and, and we touched on this earlier too, but it's the process of, you know, just either entering the career, entering the workforce or entering into college or whatever the, the, the case may be, has changed so much from, you know, from when we went through it as parents, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's a, a full generation away. <laughs> and so like uh, things have changed. Think about how quickly technology, just that one aspect of education, think about how much that has changed since we, we went through this process, you know, mm -hmm. and, and to know that there's someone who is current on the requirements, today's requirements, you know, an mm -hmm. expert like you that can guide their path, you know, why not at that? <laughs> yeah. What I'm sitting here, I really, like I said, I really wish that I had met you and my, before my kids entered their sophomore year of high school. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's an investment that will pay off in droves. Oh, you know? Yes. And, <laughs> and I would imagine a, a, a fraction of what they're, you know, the investment of college. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, exactly. It's, the, what they're going to invest and uh, what they invest in your services, uh, just, uh, you know, I, I would imagine investing in your services would make them feel a lot better about the bigger investment. <laughs> That's our biggest thing is, is to give, give teens and college students a plan that they're excited about and the parents feel confident about as well. Yeah. And then the, and that's attainable, you know, that's tailored mm -hmm. for them that they didn't, you know, and, and two, one thing just to touch on is a lot of, like you said, uh, parents will, or kids will listen to an outside third party, an outside, you know, person a lot better than they will their parents. I would imagine too, and uh, uh, that a lot of them would much prefer to follow a plan that they developed, that they helped develop with that third party rather than following their parents, even if their plan and their parents' plan is exactly the same, <laughs> or they, they have the same end goal in mind, they may have very different ideas about how to get to that end goal. If, they're, if they, exactly. they might be able to get on that same page with their parents, what, beginning with the end in mind, but then um, how do we get there? And that's right. where, you, where you come in. So it has just been an absolute pleasure having you on. Uh, if our listeners want to learn more, and I imagine that there will be quite a few who do. Yeah. Uh, and, and think so I mean, school's going to be starting soon. And you may be listening, thinking about, you know, that what year your, your child is going, right. <laughs> uh, is entering, and this would be the perfect time to reach out. So how can our listeners do that, Lori? How can they get in touch with my ideal college? Uh, so uh, my website is probably one of the first best is uh, myidealcollege.org. That's myidealcollege.org. And you'll actually see on, on the main screen near the top, a help me now button. So if you want to schedule a call just to talk about what's going on and, and how, how we might be able to help, we'll have that conversation too. Um, so that's probably the, the best way if you want to actually have a conversation with me. Um, my email address is laurie at myidealcollege.org as well. Um, okay. But really the best way is to go to my website, go to my blog. I have tons of articles and resources as well that are very helpful. Wonderful. Well, all right, guys, you heard her. You'll go to myidealcollege.org to, to reach Lori. Uh, and again, it's been a pleasure having you.
Well, that's all for today's episode, Atlanta. I'm Stacy Risley with the Good Neighbor Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and for supporting the local businesses and nonprofits of our great community. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast North Atlanta. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnpnorthatlanta.com. That's gnpnorthatlanta.com or call 470-946-7007.